Welcome back to another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence Podcast. And again, with me as always, Alvarado ISD Superintendent, Dr. Kenneth Estes. And did you have a good weekend? Yes, it was a, just like you said, it was a busy weekend. Right. Took a family trip uh, to the big city of Philadelphia. So oh, nice. if you've never been to Philadelphia, I highly recommend it. Maybe not during a pandemic. <laughs> I, I will tell you that in other places, it they wear their mask. I, I was amazed at the level of, I guess, what you would call it, uh, their protocols. They're in place, and they don't mess around about it. <laughs> they, everybody, uh-huh. Everybody's wearing a mask, even people walking on the street, you know, going in, going to businesses, they're, they're all wearing masks up there. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of get a little crazy whenever you start thinking about different parts of the country or doing things differently and we think we're doing it right here, and they think they're doing it right, and probably somewhere in between, probably somewhere in the middle. But yeah, somewhere in the middle, I'm sure, is where the answer was. But it, it did make made me feel good that right. other places in the world, they take they take it serious as we do here in Alberta, ISD. And Speaking of, of masking up, our uh, COVID-19 update for the week, uh, for the first time in three weeks since our April 5th update, we have a, a new active case. It is at the high school, and it is just one case. It was early last week, and so uh, I imagine if we keep good for the rest of this week, we'll be back to hopefully zero next week. I hope so because uh, we have a lot of stuff coming up. You know, you were, I know it was a busy weekend for you and your family also, and it's just that time of year that we always talk about it, but it's, it's always busy for public school educators. But in the springtime, it really ramps up with the amount of activities that are going on. And so, you know, I, I you know, we need to keep these case counts down low because we don't want to have any issues getting to have some of the things that we plan on having in the next few weeks, like award ceremonies and we have prom coming up, lots of different things coming up. Yeah, we've, we've got through the busy part of April now pretty much, but the difference between April and May is a lot of April's events were outside events. You know, you have right. the, the track meets, the tennis tournaments, the baseball and softball games. Most of that stuff is at soccer games. Most of that right. stuff is outside and – so now that we're going to start transitioning back to inside events here in May for awards and things, it's going to be critical that we we watch those protocols and keep masks on. And It's going to be up to us whether or not we're able to follow through on some of these things in May and get to have in-person indoor events. And uh, it's going to be up to us and, and how well we follow, product, follow protocol. No doubt. All right, then our wig numbers. I was a little disappointed in our wig numbers this week, I'll be honest with you. Actually, uh, first run through this morning, I got up, got here, got everything done, and looked at it, and it was 195. We did not hit our goal, and I was like, "What the heck?" I said, <laughs> "National." I was in my head. I'm like, "National Book Day was Friday, right? How do we not have 200 posts on a a week that included National Book Day?" And so I went back, and it's all it's it's always the Facebook that gets me because right. they're, they're little algorithms and stuff, and they'll show you some of the hashtags if they want to. I do it five minutes later, and I'll see different hashtags or new hashtags or won't see some that I saw before. And uh, so did it on my phone this time, did the little hashtag search on my phone and found nine new oh, good. Uh, hashtags good. Uh, in far, as far as Facebook goes. And so we're up to 205 total for the week. We're, we're at 196. I, I said 195. We're at 196. We're now at 205 for the week. And so congratulations. We hit the goal. Was not an overwhelming, yeah, we got it, we're awesome, we're doing great, but we did it. We got we met the goal and uh we still have a little catching up to do. 
remember we're still about 80 or so behind for right. the, for the semester and so uh we keep it like 204 205 210 we're not going to hit it that's right we got it we're going to have to go above and beyond and uh understand that's not as it's a little bit more difficult now that things are ra- things are ramping up we have testing starting up right we have a last kind of end of year stuff coming up and it's just going to be a little bit tougher to take time now it just takes a couple minutes but to find the time to sit down and actually sit there and do it and so uh, I encourage you to push through keep doing it and uh, we will eventually get to that goal out by the end of May. I really thought we would erase a gap this week like you said with World Book Day on Friday I thought we'd come in over 300 and so then we'd erase a gap and and be on track that 200 a week would get us to our wildly important goal it's uh, you can't say that we're not focused on results you know the five dysfunctions of a team one of the questions that focuses on that dysfunction is do people get disappointed if they don't meet their goals and I could tell from your email this morning <laughs> that you were down a little bit because you were just like uh, I was we're expecting higher numbers this week right. and, and so doesn't mean anyone's doing a bad job just means hey let's step it up you know let's Let's get 300 posts this week, and let's go ahead and finish erasing that gap beyond to our goal. And just remember, we are now, I believe the day's the 26th, I believe May 26th is the is the end of the the wig. So right. we have a month from the day, you have 30 days uh, to get those posts in, and so uh, we encourage you to do so. And uh, we're confident we're going to hit it. We just have a little bit of ground to make up, and we just want to encourage you as much as possible. All right, and then also – Talking about some things to celebrate this week, uh, JROTC, for the first time, they, this is the first year they've had a robotics team, and it was something I talked to Colonel, I'm sorry, not Colonel, Sergeant Austin uh, last week, and it's something that at the beginning of the year, the Army sent out some information and said, hey, if y'all want to participate in robotics, we'll send you the, we'll send you everything. You know, you don't have to provide anything, and they said, sure, send it to us. And so they started a robotics team, the JROTC did, and uh, now, by the end of their first year of competing here in the spring, they are headed to the National Robotics Competition. Actually, not headed. They're going to be participating because it's going to be a virtual thing. But uh, they are going to be participating in the National Robotics Competition for the JROTCs. Top 38 in the nation qualify. And Alvarado High School is ranked 25th right now. And they've already finished that, closed out the rankings and everything. So, their first year competing, they've finished 25th in the nation in order to qualify and fifth in the region, which is includes, I think New Mexico, Oklahoma, Arkansas, maybe Louisiana, maybe, uh, maybe Tennessee. I saw on there for some reason, but uh, a pretty big region. Yeah, it's a big region. And so they're fifth <laughs> in the region and just a, a fantastic job by Sergeant Austin and that entire group over there to, to take something new. And this is, robotics isn't a new competition for JROTC. It's just new for Alvarado high school. Right. And for them to jump in and, uh, they've had a couple in-person events. They've had a couple uh, virtual competitions, and that's what the national competition is going to be. And uh, I went and talked to him last week. He's excited. You know, so, uh, Colonel Sergeant Austin, I'm going to get it right eventually. Sergeant Austin is very stoic, I guess would be the right word to say. You never <laughs> see his emotions high or low. He's just Sergeant Austin. And uh, you could tell he had a little, little bit extra oomph in his voice talking about the the robotics team and the competition. He said they work on it during class. They come in before school. They come in after school. They are always working on it and perfecting their craft. And um, I believe he said this one, they have actually have two robots. Only one of them competes. I believe he said they, they nicknamed it. They called it 
the crunch. All right. I believe. <laughs> I could be wrong on that. I have to double check. But, yeah, so uh, really exciting for those kids to, to kind of jump in and be able to compete at a national level is outstanding. He's probably pretty excited that you keep giving him field promotions <laughs> and rank. Uh-huh. So uh, it's great to see that. And it also goes along with one of our district goals, which is to, you know, include STEM projects that every I, uh, AISD scholar will get to be involved in a STEM project and these robotic competitions, certainly in, in the realm of STEM. So appreciate our JROTC program, Sergeant Austin, everybody involved in giving our kids this opportunity to compete. And I, I double-checked my notes, and it is called Crunch. That's the only one that's been in competition. <laughs> and there's five kids that are involved. There's a, a driver, a programmer, an engineer, and a, a builder, and then there's a, a backup that kind of, for whatever reason, one of those four can't be there, can't do something, that person steps into that role. And so uh, really, really great for them to, to jump in and, and have this success this early. And I'm sure, it, I'm sure now we already have that robotics, you know, at the junior high where they've made it to the state competition several years now. And so I, I see something like that where it kind of feeds into it now, or maybe, you know, Sergeant Austin looks at that robotics, those robotics teams at the junior high says, you know, maybe a couple of those kids would like to be involved in JRTC and kind of jump on here. And so uh, it's just great to see that kind of happening right now at the high school. Yeah. And, and it promotes that teamwork too. So that's awesome. And then also, Starting this week, we've already had some some state testing start a couple weeks ago, but it really kind of starts to ramp up this week at the at the high school, and then uh, next week some more. And so, anything we do in Alvarado ISD, we want everybody to do their best, whether right. it's the robotics or COVID protocols, like we mentioned, or the wildly important goal. Give it your best effort. I mean, you want to form that ha- habit, and so you know, the state's going to make us take the test. We're going to give it our best effort. We want to, our kids to uh, perform at the highest levels and. This is one opportunity for them to do that. Just just like anything else, we're going to get after it. And then we have our regional track and golf results from last week. Chandler Clay, uh, the lone golfer at the Van Zandt County Country Club in Canton, Texas, Good job. Uh, did a, a fabulous job last week. Uh, out of 73 golfers, finished 18th, did not make the cut for the state tournament. But uh, for a young lady who's only been playing golf for two and a half years, uh, to finish 18th out of 73 is outstanding. Super proud of her and and the way that we know she represented Alvarado with class and and uh, just a, a great job by, by her and uh, her. I can't remember who went with her out there, but uh, also Coach Tyler Dixon of pre- preparing her and, and getting her ready. They had some tough conditions. I mean, it was pretty cold. I think both mornings, uncharacteristic cold for late April. So congratulations, Chandler. We're super proud of you and. Coach Dixon, on his first season as head golf uh, coach, to get a kid out not only out to regionals but to to finish in the top twenty—that's fantastic. All right, and then last week over the weekend we had some region track results, and it was uh, had a lot of kids uh, head down to Commerce for the regional track meet, and you know at the last minute they changed up some schedules and had some storms rolling through Friday night, and then. Uh, going into Saturday, and we had a couple of kids competing in East Texas at the track meet, and had come all the way back for for softball. And so it was a uh, it was a long weekend for the Alfredo kids. Did not get anybody out of the region and, and onto the the state track meet. But uh, just to give you an update, in the sixteen hundred, Enrique Caraveo and Gavin Rios both conv- competed and uh, finished twelfth and fourteenth overall. 
Uh, girls 3,200, Kimberly Mata finished 16th overall. And the boys 3,200, uh, Enrique Caraveo and Gavin Rios finished 11th, 13th, respectively overall. In the discus, J.C. Power finished 14th overall. Girls pole vault, Kennedy Pearson finished 14th. In the boys pole vault, Easton Rao and Joshua Wall finished 7th and 9th. The girls shot put, Haley Gilmore finished 5th, uh, narrowly missing uh, the, the state track meet, but also, uh, as far as Haley goes, one of the girls that beat her at the region, at the area track meet, uh, she was able to beat. She beat the girl from Hillsboro by actually a, a couple feet with her biggest throw on Friday morning. And then the girls' uh, relay teams, girls' four-by-one-meter relay, uh, placed 13th, and the girls' four-by-two narrowly missed the finals as they uh, finished ninth. Needed to get eighth in order to reach the finals and narrowly missed that. And so uh, a great job by the kids representing Alvarado and and just being able to to get to the regional track meet out of a, a very tough uh, area and a very tough district. So congratulations to them and, and Coach Vincent and Coach Malone and, and all the other coaches that help out. There's plenty of others that help out, but everybody that was involved in getting those kids ready and, and prepared for the weekend. Once again, we talk about effort a lot and excellence, and you see they went down and, and did a fan, I say went down, <laughs> went up to Commerce and did a great job. And we always know we're going to be competitive in track. Like you said, kudos to our coaches for getting our kids prepared. You know, we're we're very well known in track, and a lot of our coaches, people come to them from outside our district for advice uh, about how to coach a specific event. And we're certainly proud and appreciate their effort. Hey, I know that they're frustrated. They they felt like uh, they might get a few out to the state meet, but we'll get after them again next year. Also, to competing today and, and tomorrow, the regional tennis tournament. We have a lot of kids over there, boys singles. Competing there is Joshua Wall and Dylan Hyatt. In boys doubles, Nicholas Morales and Steven Meyer. And then also the, another team of Santiago Alvarez and Ryan Murray. And then in mixed doubles, Maricela Payan and Jackson Meyer, as well as Mia, Brand, Mia Brown. You think I'd be able to know that name? <laughs> and uh, Marshall Gentry uh, competing. And they are at Longview High School today, I believe, in Longview uh, competing at the regional Tennis tournament, and actually already got some results from Coach Martin. Uh, boys singles lost, but boys doubles won their first-round match, I believe. Let me double-check that. Yeah, boys double won first-round, boys singles lost first-round, so they're out. But uh, we did have a boys double team advance to the, the second round of that tournament. So uh, we will keep everybody updated on that with so, through social media and uh, as Coach Martin keeps us updated. The weekly schedule is kind of a really light schedule for the last week of April. Uh, today and tomorrow, you have the regional tennis tournament. Tomorrow, uh, baseball closes its district season at Life Waxahachie at 4 p.m., and that's an early start at Life because they do not have lights. And so uh, make sure you get you, get out there for that one. That is going to be for second place in the district. Alvarado has the edge right now because they beat Life here in Alvarado. But uh, a win, secure second place, a loss, they probably have to play some kind of a, a playoff game, or I don't know, they may flip a coin, but uh, they would be tied for second. Speaking of baseball and softball, they both had kind of a, a tough weekend where it was kind of up in the air whether they were going to play Friday night or not and then where they were going to play Saturday, and they finally uh, got both those games in Saturday in Cleburne. Boys beat Hillsboro. Uh, girls uh, got down early till Hillsboro came back. Uh, couldn't quite get over the hump, but uh, a great outing by everybody involved. And I know that closed out the district season for the girls. I haven't had a chance to get with Coach Wall to figure out the – the mess that is their standings. Yeah, the playoff uh, standings. Cause. So, because uh, everybody beat everybody, it seems like, at least once. And so, uh, we'll have that definitely here pretty soon. 
So that's tomorrow. And then nothing Wednesday, nothing Thursday. I don't, I didn't, there wasn't any junior high soccer on the schedule. I don't know if they're still playing or not. They may still have games, but it wasn't on the schedule. Yeah. I think there's three games on Thursday. They're playing a seventh grade boys team. And I believe that game is here. I don't know exactly what time. And then our eighth grade boys and our girls team are both in Midlothian, I believe on Thursday. Okay. And then Friday, uh, Field day at North, our first field day uh, since 2019. So we'll uh, we'll see how this goes, and uh, just remember that it's going to be a strictly enforced protocols for everybody involved. And so, if you're going to come out, you know, make sure you're watch- you're wearing your masks. And then Saturday, May 1st, junior senior prom, and that is at Hillco, or at the Hillsborough County Hills- Hill County. Convention Center, I believe, is what it is, right? Yeah, it's an event, uh, event center in Itasca. I don't know if what its official title, like you said, it's Hillco, but uh, it will be. It's uh, just right there in Itasca. It's really easy to get to and close for our Alvarado uh, scholars. And if your uh, your scholar needs tickets or has questions, I would encourage you to give the high school a ring. Or I believe they posted out posted a link to tickets this morning. Uh, so uh, make sure and, and get that. If you need that, get it soon because I know they're going to be closing down ticket sales and all that kind of stuff pretty quickly as it is coming up on Saturday. Anything else before we go? Just in regards to prom, just kudos to the high school. They're trying to make this year as normal as possible for our, our scholars and appreciate those efforts. And the people in the front office, Ms. Thorley, uh, Ms. Pulaski, and others that organize the prom, they do a fantastic job. They keep the tickets costs way low for our kids so that as many people can go as possible and so just want to shout out to them and thank them for their efforts definitely and until next time hashtag alvarado excellence